0: And welcome to episode 386 of the Veg Grow podcast. My name is Richard, and I am on a mission to grow as much food as I possibly can in my allotment and garden. Now, coming up today, as it's the first episode of March, I've got a list of tasks and seeds that we can be doing throughout March. Plenty to keep us busy, to say the least. That's coming up in just a moment. But first, let's find out what I've been up to over this last week. It is Saturday the 27th of February 2021. I have had an absolutely fantastic day on the allotment. The sun's been shining, it's been T-shirt weather, it's been lovely and it's one of these days that I just feel so glad to have an allotment and to have been able to tackle a lot of jobs today. So what have I done? Well first of all, as I always do when I come to the allotment, I just take a little wander around and just see if I can see anything that needs doing. Now the first thing I noticed was that my facilia. I sown this as a green manure. I thought the frost might have killed it off. It hasn't. It's bounced back and it seems to be doing a really, really good job. So I'm quite happy with that. I think that's definitely a green manure I'm going to be growing again because it certainly does seem to be very good at suppressing weeds. After that, I went into the greenhouse and just threw some water into some of the plants in there. Then after that, I tackled what I would call my first real job that I had planned for today. And that was to try and get my lawnmower to work. Now, last time I tried to run my lawnmower, it's a petrol lawnmower that I keep on the allotment. it did not run. I'm gradually moving over onto battery, but I just cannot uh, really justify spending a lot of money on a battery lawnmower to have on the allotment so i'm sticking with this petrol lawnmower but it didn't run last time now the fuel in it was quite old and i did mean to get some fresh fuel but i i didn't instead what i did was brought down a can of easy start now i always have a can of easy start laying around at home because i do find that really does help at getting lawnmowers or petrol engines started when you have a trouble so I sprayed the Easy Start into the air intake and sure enough the lawnmower fired up. Now I left that running on tick over for a good half hour while I just carried on doing a few jobs just to make sure it was okay. I'm pleased to say it is absolutely fine. I think I'm just going to have to get some fresh fuel in it at some point but for now it's okay. While the lawnmower was ticking over I went into what is the broad bean bed and I've just added a layer of compost out of my compost bin and into that I've then planted my broad beans. I've planted a lot of broad beans to be fair. These were sown a bit later than usual and I've just stuck those into the ground where they're going to grow on and that's left me just a little bit of space on the end where I will be potting in some more peas because I do like to grow peas really pleased with this bed actually the soil on this has really became really quite good it's another raised bed but I'm, I'm absolutely pleased with just how the soil is looking full of organic matter full of worms full of life which is really what I am all about then after that I went to my autumn raspberries and I pruned those all down to just above ground level. Just a whole lot. And that's what you have to do with autumn raspberries in sort of February. Just cut them all down to about an inch above the ground. And that will mean they will re-sprout and produce raspberries for the autumn. Now the bed itself does need a good clear out of weeds. I did weed it a couple of weeks ago, but it needs a lot more, which is something on my list that I'm going to have to do. And then eventually I will mulch that with some more grass clippings. Then after that, on the top half of the plot, because I do have two half plots, although they're half of the same plot, really. That's a crazy way it's been worked. I have built three raised beds and these are pretty high beds. What I've used is a corrugated iron that I took off from my potting shed at home. I used some of the frame of the shed as well to make the corner posts and I've just screwed in four uh, corrugated iron panels to make a rectangle times three beds got those into position and ready to go these three beds are actually going to be what I'm going to be growing potatoes in but as I'm sure you can imagine being corrugated iron they are quite high they're about three foot high Uh, I have to really step over them to get inside them so if they were to be full of compost it would take a hell of a lot of compost to fill them up instead what I'm going to do is place potatoes in there and cover those potatoes with lawn clippings in order to see how well lawn clippings work and also just to build up the hummus in the soil and, and, and what have you. Now where these beds are I had some weed suppressing membrane which I had to peel back just to get the beds into position and actually what I can tell is the weed suppressing membrane has done the job. There's not much in the way of weeds and what is there is dying back so that was well worth doing. It certainly saved me a, a job or two this year in, in keeping those clear. Now after that I had a bit of time spare and I had a row of potatoes still in the ground that I wanted to get used. So I started digging out the potatoes using my fork. Unfortunately I got a bit too carried away and I snapped my fork. Really annoyed about this because this has been one of my favourite garden tools. It's a fork that came from Wilkinson so in reality it's probably not one of the best forks. I think I paid something like 50p from it because uh, there was a deal going on at Wilkinson's at the time. But it's always been just the right size for me, just very comfortable to use. So I've always really liked this fork. And that snapping is really, really annoying. So I'm going to have to find a new handle to replace that in the future. Uh, Luckily, I've always kept spare forks on the allotment just in case. So it didn't stop me from harvesting more potatoes and I got a good lot of potatoes. But it's just annoying. It's just annoying. But I'm not going to let that beat me today. I'm on a really positive mood today. The sun is shining. I think I'm going to head on home and call it a day. <coughs> it's Monday the 1st of March 2021 today. And, well, as you just heard, I had a really good day on Saturday. Danny the got a lot done unfortunately that evening and it it lasted until today i had one of my bad headaches my wife and her father think that i actually was suffering from heat stroke after working all day out in the hot sun i i can't deny or or say is or isn't that It, it possibly is trouble is i don't like wearing hats i find i get too hot wearing hats but had I done, I might have been okay, which, ugh, annoying, really annoying. Um, I hate these headaches, I really hate these headaches that I get quite often. That pretty much writ off Sunday, so I didn't get anything done at home like I was hoping. I wanted to mow the lawn and chop up some of the other little bits and pieces that need to be composted. I didn't get around to doing that. This afternoon, however, I did have a bit of time to, or felt well enough, I should really say, where I potted up into individual pots some more of my um, broad bean plants. They were grown in my greenhouse in some root drainers and I've just got those into some much larger pots, give them a bit more room. Not sure what I'm going to do with them now because I don't really need this many. I'm probably going to give them away or find somewhere to pot these broad bean plants that will put them to use. But it's also freed up some of my root trainers, which meant I could go into my shed and I've potted up some of my tomatoes. They're destined for the greenhouse. My aubergines and a lot of my chilli seedlings, all of which have been growing quite nicely in the, green, in the shed, where they will still continue to grow for a little bit longer just until they establish themselves inside these root trainers. These root trainers I've only filled with multi purpose compost, and I've just put each little seedling into an individual root trainer on its own to give it plenty of space to grow. Fairly easy job to do, and it's, it's a mind numbing job, as I like to call it, but um, I think it's what I kind of needed today, to be honest. I don't know if you've just heard that little crow. That was one of my male cr- quails who's putting out a mating call. They are well. I'm waiting for the the females to lay eggs, but it's now obviously getting to the time when they start mating, which means I've got to figure out. I've got two males in one cage, and I've got three female quails in another cage. What I want to do is put one female, one male quail into the the cage with two of the female quails, and then one female and one male in a cage together, and get them breeding. And then we'll hatch some more quails and get those uh, repopulating. I do really enjoy the quails. I haven't really mentioned them much lately, have I? We've got the quails. They're not providing us any eggs over the winter, which is normal for them. But they're pretty happy. They're awesome birds. Really are awesome birds. I know some of you have got birds since I've been talking about them. And I do think they are great for small gardens. Right, well that is it for this week. A bit of a, a, a good start to the weekend followed by a bit of a downer I'm afraid but these are the joys of grow your own and uh, teach me for not wearing a hat. So I'm going to run a commercial break and then I'll be back with what seeds we can sow throughout March. A few months ago I launched the BridgeGrow Podcast Supporters Club. Each month, I send out a gift pack of a collection of seeds to sow each month along with a newsletter. I also produce behind-the-scenes podcasts or videos providing club members with extra content. And we are constantly adding extra features to improve the club. It costs just £5 a month and current members tell me that they have found that the seeds alone are value of money. This also helps me keep the podcast and the website running and more importantly, it helps me encourage and inspire more people to grow their own food. Now, if that sounds like something you are interested in joining, then head over to the VegGroundPodcast.co.uk to find out more. But if you want to support the podcast without becoming a member, we also have merchandise available on the website, including mugs and t-shirts. Or leave a review on your podcast service or share this podcast with others. It all goes a long way... To help supporting the Veg Grow podcast. Hello, Mr. Suggett. It's uh, Lee Connolly here, the Skinny Jean Gardener. Hope you're well. The sun is out here in Essex. I hope it is where you are too. I was wondering. It's new month, my birthday month. Hint, hint. Uh. But I was wondering, what vegetable seeds can I sow right now in March? I'm feeling the sowing bug right now. So uh, if you can tell us, that'd be very helpful. Bye. Well, Lee very kindly sent that question in through our voicemail feature on the website at theveggravpodcast.co.uk, which is open to everyone. If anybody has any tips or any questions or anything like that that you would like to be played on the podcast, then please do head to the website and hit the vo- leave a voicemail link and it'll be taken to leave a voicemail. This will just use your microphone either on your computer or laptop or your phone, whatever you access in the website with. But to answer Lee's question, which ties in quite nicely with tonight's episode anyway, being the first episode of the month, I always like to go through a few seeds that can be sown throughout March, as well as a few tasks that we can do throughout this month as well. Now, March is when the sowing season, I feel, really gets going. It really does ramp up. We've got a lot of seeds to sow. The weather is about right for sowing seeds and... There's just so much that we can now do. So let's start in the greenhouse. Now, in the greenhouse, we could start off things like aubergines, sweet peppers, cucumbers, gherkins, and mild chilli seeds. They need quite a long growing period, but they can be quite slow to grow as well. So they do need a bit of protection, but it's worth getting those in the greenhouse ready to go. Tomato seeds, again, they can be quite delicate. And if you are going to be planting tomatoes outside, I would wait until about the middle of March before sowing the seeds. But again, keep them in the greenhouse. They won't go outside until mid-May when all the risk of frost has passed. Celery. Sow celery in some trays in a greenhouse. Again, they'll be looking to go outside at a later date, but just get them started in a greenhouse with a bit of protection. And along with celery, we could have celeriac, which really do need a long growing season. I sowed mine back in January, but there's no harm in sowing them now. Then of course, winter brassicas such as cauliflower or brussels sprouts, they can be sown in a cold greenhouse, ready to plant out later in the spring. And they do also need quite a long growing period. So it's well worth getting those underway. Now, if you are like me and you eat a lot of salads, it's well worth sowing a few salad leaves in a pot. I like the cut and come again salad leaves. They are easy to grow and they don't take up a huge amount of room and the pots work really well. I actually sow mine in my veggie pod, which I know I often talk about and I find it an absolute brilliant piece of kit. Now, if you want to sow some basil seeds as well, I would grow those on a kitchen windowsill. They can stay indoors. If you want to get them outside, you'll be looking again about the middle of May before they can actually go outside. And along with basil, we've got a a selection of seeds such as lemon balm, rosemary, sage, oregano and thyme, which can all be sown under cover. Now, if you've got a cold frame or under cloches, it's also going to be time to stow some lettuce or radish seeds. I'll also do some carrot and beetroot and things like that underneath some cloches just to help lift the temperature a little bit and offer them some protection. Added to that I'll probably also sow some Swiss chard, spinach and spring onion. These will go directly into the bed that they are to grow but I'll just cover them over with my cloches. The beds are all prepared they've got some really nice light stone three soil and they will grow quite happily in that and produce some really good veg. Swiss chard is one that I'm particularly looking forward to growing this year because of the different colours that we can get from those. Now, directly outside, without any protection, we could sow broad beans, something like the Saturn or Demonica. They will grow quite happily outside and the seeds will be perfectly safe in the soil. The only problem with those is you could potentially get mice or birds that will dig up your broad beans seeds in order to eat them of course so i would actually i would actually say it's worth protecting those just to be on the safe side Uh, turnip seeds they can be sown as well they'll need to go into a a very well-prepared bed and if you use a very early crop the chances are they're going to be very very successful. Something like Milan purple top which are also quite attractive and of course the leaves are edible on those. Something that I tried for the first time last year was kohlrabi and that was really quite unusual very fast to grow absolutely awesome when we started to cook it so definitely worth trying kohlrabi and then we can also sow some early varieties of peas straight into the ground they will be quite compact but they will grow quite happily and hopefully provide us with an early crop of peas then if we're looking for some late summer or early autumn cropping brassicas such as cabbages or kale again these can be sown outside I would actually sow them in pots in, in a, uh, under a cloche or something just to make sure that they don't get destroyed by birds or, or mice. Now, when it comes to planting outside, of course, we can also start planting out our potatoes. I usually do these around March the 17th and they'll just go straight in the ground. The ground will be prepared and ready to take them. Added to that, we can also plant out onions, shallots and garlic, although it might be slightly too late for garlic. I'm going to run an experiment this year just to see how that gets on. Uh, Jerusalem artichoke, if we've got any tubers of those that you want to plant out, they can go in as well. And if you're planting asparagus crayons, they can also go out throughout this month as well. But the bed needs to be really well prepared, really well prepared. It's worth taking your time with asparagus because they will be in the ground for a very, very, very long time. So that's a list of seeds that we can sow throughout March. And I'm sure you're going to be thinking to yourself, that's a lot to do straight away let alone actually working in the garden. Now, March is the time, like I say, when everything starts to spring into life, which means we are going to be incredibly, incredibly busy. So what can we do throughout March? Well, if you've got any autumn fruiting raspberry canes, you're going to want to cut those down to the ground in order to stimulate new crowns. Really want to do this as soon as possible. Get those ready to go and it'll they'll be springing into life and produce lots more raspberries in the autumn. Now we're going to want to prepare any beds. So any of the beds that are going to be growing anything in a brassica family in we're going to want to add lime to the soil that'll just help adjust the ph balance and bring it up to what it needs to be that brassicas prefer and it really does make a difference i discovered that quite recently just how much of a difference adding lime to the soil really does make with brassicas if you're growing carrots you don't want to add anything to that soil carrots like a very poor quality soil so try not to do as much Or try not to do anything to any carrot beds. But other beds, if you can, cover them with well-rotted manure and compost. That way they're going to act as a mulch, suppress any weeds, retain any moisture, but also feed the soil. And you're also going to want to work in some fertiliser, such as pelleted chicken manure or fish blood and bone, into the beds while they're empty and just get some of that fertiliser, that nutrients, into the soil before the plants are planted in if you've got any trees or bushes you're going to want to add a layer of manure or compost onto the soil around those trees or bushes that's going to act as a mulch and suppress any weeds which will start growing quite soon but it's also going to feed the plants especially as the plants start springing into life so it's well worth doing and you know what It it just works now talking of weeding that is going to start becoming a more and more prevalent job something i'm going to have to spend more and more time doing but just remember the the more weeds you get out as soon as you see them the less weeds you will have in the future keep that hoe running through the bed while it is empty if you hoe when you don't see a weed you will never see a weed Is a saying you quite often hear and it's a lot easier to hoe a bed while it is empty But another thing you could also do, and this has two features that really do help, is cover that bed with something like a weed suppressing membrane. That will also attract sun, which will help warm the soil up. So when you actually come to planting out your plants, the soil is a bit warmer and therefore those plants are just going to get a bit faster into their growth. If you've sown any green manures over the winter, and I've certainly done that, take a hoe to them cut all those green manure down to the ground but leave them where they are don't pick them up just leave them they will rot down back into the soil and they will get incorporated into the soil just adding more organic matter into that bed it will really really help now if you have any strawberries and you want to encourage some earlier fruits you can cover those with a cloche or if they're in a pot bring them into a greenhouse just get those strawberries just a little bit earlier it's going to be well worth doing if you do like strawberries and i love strawberries so i'm going to get a pot in the greenhouse just to be on the safe side and my final task for this month although it's pretty much the same as i've said all along is mulching the rhubarb with well rotted manure rhubarb had started growing already it, it goes quite early i've noticed especially the early varieties that i have but a well, a thick layer of well rotted manure would just help keep those weeds down. Well I think that is just about all the list of tasks that I'll be concentrating on throughout March. If you've got any that you want to share, then please do get in touch. You can email me Richard at the uk. You can visit the website, leave a comment or a voicemail at the VegegrowPodcast.co dot uk. Or you can find me on social media, just search for the Vegegow Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me in this podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it and I hope it's been of some use to you. Uh, Until next time, please take care.